0: Are the government putting tracking devices in our water? Is military spending maybe not enough? All of these questions you can find the answer to on This Paranormal Life. Welcome to the podcast. I'm going to be your host for today, Rory Powers. It's a Tuesday, the most paranormal day of the week, and we're coming right here in your ear holes, slamming some goddamn (laughs) paranormal knowledge into your thick-ass brain. I'm sorry. It was a really tough day at the office. Yeah, you
1: got really carried away there. There's a lot of passion.
0: Yeah, I just I found out my family went on holiday and they didn't invite me. Really? Yeah, it was shit. like a seventeen day. Cruise. That's insane.
1: They invited me, but I was told them I was busy. We busy. That's yeah, crazy. They told me you were going. They were. They said they had a spare bed.
0: They said, "Don't tell the little shit."
1: <laughs> Don't tell he who shall not be named. We're going to Disneyland.
0: Rortemort. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, so welcome to the podcast where every week we look at a brand new paranormal case. And by the end, we will come to a conclusion. Whether or not it is it is true, it is true or it is false. We are both professional paranormal investigators. It's true. That live every day um, with these fake personas. You know, I, I've, I've been writing this character, uh, games media character, for three three and a bit years now.
1: Yeah, I've been living the life uh, of a hobo for <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> nigh on my whole life at this point <laughs> and uh, you know I really just do it to keep that low profile it's very much like the movie The Prestige if you've you ever co- seen
0: The Prestige you've
1: got to commit right you know a trick is about sacrifice
0: yeah it turns out it's a lot about sacrifice and um, smoking crack yeah uh, this really helps me get into character you know where the, the best ghouls <laughs> are
1: in underpasses <laughs>
0: <laughs> nothing's more paranormal than the streets all right, well, I got a, I got an absolute winner for you today, Kit. Really? Because it's a big story, you know? I, I assume you've heard of these types of people before, but we're going to be looking at very specific cases, all right? How much do you know, Kit, about zombies?
1: Zombies? Yeah. You're going to bring zombies to the table today? Yeah. Jesus. Z
0: word. <laughs> Zombie. <laughs> As they're known in their native tongue. Of? Zombini. <laughs> Christ, I thought that was their national cocktail. <laughs> so we don't like to dilly-dally on this podcast. We like to just, like little spooky rabbits, we like to just hop in.
1: Like little spooky little rabbits, we like to poop <laughs> little pellets of paranormal <laughs> good stuff. Chow all, down on all those little <laughs> all over your Tuesday.
0: orange sticks of paranormal veggies. <laughs> it's 1962. Okay. All right? And there was a dude named... Christ, this is going to be difficult. Clavius, 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 Narcissi. <laughs> <laughs> it really sounds like I'm, I'm make, making this up I'm on the out. spot. I, I'm not making this up. Okay. And he was from Schmorble Shm- Town. Shut. No, he wasn't. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, he was a he's a 40 year old guy. Schmorable Town. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> what did he work as? He was a Schmilder. Schmelder. Just say builder. Just say. You don't have to make up a
1: fictional profession. <laughs> it's prevention. not an alternate universe. There's still builders. He made
0: schmouses. <laughs> Schmats. This legend of Schleld all over <laughs> it again. Is, this is such lame humor. Um, he's your average guy, you know? Uh, average <laughs> Clarvius is your average guy. <laughs> he's your average dude. <laughs> he was the local jock, if you can imagine. He's He's got a big family, popular guy in the local village. Okay. And then one day, hmm, Clairvius starts feeling a little sick. Oh,
1: God. We've, w- we've all watched enough movies to see where this is going. I mean, I also did
0: say zombie at the start of you the You kind of gave the gig away. Let's, I'm going to cut that. <laughs> uh, he's, he's got a mysterious fever. He's right? going
1: a little pale, mm, maybe a little pale. sweaty.
0: But sometimes fevers aren't that bad. Yeah. As we know, you get a little hot-headed sometimes. You We have fevers all the time. I call them the norm. Normal I mean, days. Speak for yourself. <laughs>
1: so, what's a bad days. day for you? Bad
0: day, ice cold. What? When I'm ice cold, like, I wake up and I'm ice cold.
1: Like pneumonia. Like frozen solid. Really. I mean you do have the AC here in your room set to like blast. minus 25 yeah 420 ice. blast
0: it that's what I like to do 420 is minus
1: you know that's not, <laughs> a, that's not what 420 is about it's
0: its not about in, inducing pneumonia in your own at negative room. 420 degrees uh, well unfortunately this is a bit more serious for Clairvius okay? Okay. within a fortnight he was dead Wow,
1: we went zero to four twenty real quick.
0: Exactly. He just dropped. Really? That's very tragic. Doctors officially marked him as deceased. (laughs) And a few days (laughs) and a few days later, his family held a funeral for him. As you do. (laughs) (laughs) As per custom. You really like
1: patting at art to the point that you're giving the gig away again?
0: (laughs) They put the body in a
1: coffin. The dead As bosses. is customary, uh, his family put his affairs in order because he was gone and he would not be returning Right from the afterlife. Um, the coffee containing
0: his body... The coffin, you mean? What did I say? Coffee? Don't f***ing <laughs> interrupt me, even if I'm wrong. <laughs> the nerve. The co- <laughs> The coffin containing his body was buried under the ground.
1: How many feet? Look!
0: Shut your goddamn mouth Malvena I'm the narrator and yeah I tell a descriptive story sue me people refer me as the uh the one who wrote Harry Potter of the, the paranormal world <laughs> Jesus JK Rowling <laughs> JK Rowdy you, put,
1: you smash a beer bottle <laughs> <laughs> obviously drunk out of your mind it's
0: just a story about wizards getting hazed pretty goddamn hard J.K. Rowdy, <laughs> such a great. <laughs> You're a
1: wizard, Harry. As Hagrid <laughs> spanked Harry with a paddle <laughs> and made him do a keg stand. <laughs> what would the book be
0: called? What are the ones are there? Harry Potter, Philosopher's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, Chamber of Secrets, Chamber of <laughs> Weed Rats, <laughs> by J.K. Rowdy. Rowdy. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> arr, arr! Flash forward. Eighteen years later, and Clavius's sister is strolling down the road. Time has healed all wounds. She's doing all right. Yeah, moving on with her life. Suddenly, a man approaches her on the street. Uh huh. He looks like he might be homeless. Right. He's moving slowly. He's got a dead-eyed stare. Dead man's face <laughs> <laughs> ah. dead, dead little legs <laughs> um, So she goes to walk around him Because she's freaked out a little bit obviously yeah. But that's when he says her name Wow Obviously she's stunned So she turns to get a look at the man It's Clairvius Jesus her dead brother! Jesus He's Christ! He's standing, she's standing face-to-face
1: face with a zombie! She must be pinching herself right now. This can't be real, this can't be happening. This I know! This isn't good, he doesn't look well.
0: Also, he died at 40 years old, so this is a 50-year-old Clairvius.
1: More than 50.
0: With his dead little zombie face, and she can still tell that it's that's her brother interesting that's beautiful in a way isn't it so
1: he so what does he look like he looks quite decrepit I mean because after 18 years you're worm food. yeah you know you're pretty worn away
0: I think he just looks maybe maybe not look, maybe he's just aged and he's like worn down okay. but I think it's more in his mannerisms <laughs> kind of like moany like draggy yeah he sounds you know, tired yeah. to say the least <laughs> So the sister takes the man back to her home, where he tells her and all the family what happened the day he died. Really? So
1: okay. So he's so he's not like a a, a grown-in mindless zombie just yet.
0: No, there's a couple of variations on the quote-unquote zombie you know, look or theories okay. and, and that sort of style. So today we're, we're much more looking at the just reanimated dead. Interesting. Uh, and that comes in a couple different forms, which okay. we can talk about. But this is very much, he's of sound mind. So we're
1: not we're not talking about the, the what is it, George Romero? Like, no, 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 know, no, no,
0: no, not today. Not, not today. today. No, we're talking about the OGs. Okay. Uh, so Clairvius says that he was conscious the whole time, but completely immobile. Whoa, he could, he that's could scary. even hear the cries from his family as he was officially pronounced dead. Well, that's I mean, nightmare fuel. Isn't that terrifying? Just that's not awful. being able to move while your family hear that you're dead? Jesus. Uh, he couldn't even move as his coffin was being lowered into the ground. Apparently, he claims he was transformed into a zombie by a witch doctor. What? So that his whole family would think that he was dead. Then. He was dug up in the middle of the night and put to work on a sugar plantation, living as a zombie for 18 years. So, uh, did you tell us what country this was in? Haiti. Yeah,
1: I feel like that didn't come up (laughs) because the sugar plantation, yeah, okay, that sounds far away from us right now. Yeah,
0: very, very far. Okay, so Haiti. Yeah. Where's Haiti? Oh, I don't know. Jesus. I'm going to look it up. Well, I will let you know that Haiti's tourism has seen a boost in recent months. <laughs> That's not
1: what we wanted to know.
0: By dead-eyed little men. <laughs> Haiti, ooh, it's by it's near the Dominican Republic, actually. South I'm Texas. just
1: imagining like you looking up like Haiti news and the president of Haiti is clearly a witch doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Economy booming, sugar plantations doing great. Everyone come. Dead, alive, everything's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> the death rate is zero. The sugar
0: rate is a thousand, whatever that means. He's got all of his measurements wrong. Sugar rate is Defcon Five. <laughs> what does that mean? Too, we have too much sugar. The dead won't stop making sugar. Birth rate, Code Orange, and my coffee is tired, <laughs> sir. You need to, you need to step down. I think you need to die. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <clears throat> obviously this sounds insane you're crazy rory you're screaming at me everyone doubts this man they doubt me right now it's true uh so the family got two haitian psychiatrists to quiz him on his family's past and history that only the real clervius would know and he passed he got every question right so i'm sorry they've hired like professionals to do it like the family couldn't ask him those questions that's very strange yeah now that i may uh, yeah <laughs> now this is not the only story of people turning into zombies in haiti this is where i thought you might be going this isn't an isolated
1: incident so to speak it is
0: not francine Ilias was a 30 year old woman who ran a market stall in a small town named ennery okay one day ooh. starting to have a couple little digestive problems oh dear shouldn't have eaten all that sugar (laughs) (laughs) the diet in in haiti at the time was mostly sugar sugar puffs was sugar instead of milk
1: yeah so okay so not looking the best maybe a couple like bags under your eyes family members are like hey you don't look so good. i think you should take a
0: nap go take a nap i mean no one's worried because apparently no one dies in haiti yeah so you know you're not you're not too worried um but very soon, she dies. Wow. She died just like Clervius. Jesus. And is buried in 1976. Wow. Only three years later, a woman was seen wandering through the streets of Ennery, mindlessly, mumbling as she walked. Suddenly, a crowd began to gather. Mmm. It was Francine! Of course! The same woman who was officially declared dead by doctors three years ago. Is
1: it possible these doctors are shitty? Because that's two people, they said it was dead,
0: who came back and was like, yeah, i never died. Now, obviously, everyone is incredibly freaked out. And different uh, to the last case, Francine can't give any explanations as to where she's been all these years.
1: Right, that's interesting.
0: The family are freaked out, and they think maybe this is a con. Because it could be, you know? Right, you just want a -a look-alike? woman shows up, looks like your daughter... It's like, Mama, Papa, I'm home now. Can I have some money? (laughs) Need inheritance. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So they think it could be a con. The only way that they can find out if their daughter is really dead Uh is if they dig up the body. Right. No shit. Because then they'll be able to find out if they actually did bury their daughter. Or, I mean, that's going to be pretty grim if it (laughs) turns out it is a con. They go to dig up. They dig up the coffin. Jesus. But when they open it. They discover it's full of rocks. What? The coffin was full of rocks. Why? Zombies. Why rocks? (laughs) There must have been like a switcheroo. So, so, so,
1: because I guess once the body goes (coughs) in, you don't realize, like in some types of funerals, you don't open the coffin at that point. Yeah. You just carry it, bury it. You assume the body's in there.
0: Or the sneakster had like mount rushmore style yeah. carved <laughs> the face just perfectly we're like ah it's weird to think that's what we all look like when we die <laughs> It Shitty turned to stone. gravel snowman <laughs> we turned to stone <laughs> she's like she's punched my mic as laughing so hard jesus so what the f ...is going on here. This is all very confusing. You've got these witch doctors... Yeah. ...which, by the way, is the most terrifying profession of all time. I mean, so... You have a witch with a PhD. (laughs) A witch smart enough to know magic. A witch that gets the right prescriptions. Yeah.
1: I I mean, a witch with a stethoscope, that's just bad. I mean, like the doctors in this case, in this particular part of Haiti in the 70s is that right, right? the doctors yeah. here uh, we've set we've proven are
0: demonstrably bad doctors bad, very bad doctors so the idea of having witch doctors as the alternative imagine if the NHS was run by witches
1: <laughs> imagine how terrifying that would be you're waiting in A&E for like a couple hours
0: to get seen by a witch goddamn <laughs> witch doctor like calling an ambulance and just brooms Like all over the place It's like how fun? <laughs> like, well, I actually broke my hip that's the injury So I don't think I'm gonna ride A plank of wood To a hospital that I know Is five miles away She breaks your other hip with a spell <laughs> Oh
1: get on oh!
0: <laughs> The prescription for every injury is like Drink the eye of newt And milk of toad Where will like- I even buy this yeah. shit even the Whole Foods does not sell this shit. I brought this to Boots. <laughs> I brought this pres- prescription scroll to Boots. They looked at me weird, guys. <laughs> now, again, you would hope that these type of cases would be so rare that no one would ever have to worry about them. Right. All right. You know, because we have... Please
1: ha- don't tell me I have to worry about
0: this. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. We already have a lot on. <laughs> yes. Without this shit happening. Without having to worry that you might be turned into a zombie by a witch doctor.
1: You know, these days, you know, there's a very uh, materialistic view of death that whenever you die these days, people sort of believe the lights go out and you go to sleepy time forever. Yeah. There is some comfort in that. That, you know, maybe at the end of a rich life, you do get to go to sleep for a long time. Yeah. And maybe that the afterlife is maybe relaxing if there is an afterlife.
0: Yeah, chilling up in the clouds, having a beer with Ra. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. An (laughs) ice cold one. An ice cold Lombardi with the bird (laughs) god himself. That's what I dream
1: of. (laughs) But this... You know, this kind of rocks the whole model because this sort of says, you know, you have a long life, you have a hard life. And then someday a witch doctor comes along
0: and, um, well, it never ends. <laughs> it is kind of like the ultimate f*** you, you know, work hard your, your whole life earn the rewards and then people are like I'll I'll either just have the big nap now till the end of time Mm. or you know go up to see big Mr. G up in heaven and hang out with that guy it's like (laughs) nope you're being brought to life to make sugar make sugar for 18 solid years yeah oh god
1: I know like what a retirement
0: but as I said you would think that we don't have to worry about something like that from happening and you'd hope that That there's so few cases that they wouldn't have to worry about it either. But this whole quote unquote zombie epidemic became so feared that it even had to be listed as a crime in Haiti. Really? That's how frequent. In the code of law. Exactly. They really had to. uh, To
1: what? To not turn someone into a zombie? Yeah. Okay.
0: Was actually written as law. Interesting. Public fear peaked during the oppressive rule of the president nicknamed (laughs) Mystic Meg. I mean, it's still mental. Nicknamed Papa Doc. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) He really was? Middle name, Witch Doc. Between (laughs) between 1957 and and 1971, um, the local people believed that Papa Doc had a secret police force of powerful sorcerers Jesus that if you dared stand in the way of his regime they would kill you and then raise you uh, to roam the world as a zombie for sure do not
1: democratically elect someone whose name is Papa who starts with Papa we kind of covered this in (laughs) the Polybius episode you know a guy called you know Big Anything especially Big Daddy yeah don't let him near anyone children (laughs) especially yeah I mean to a, a position of Power? Papa Witch Doc? Like, how were Like, what, what did the competition look like? I, d- I don't know. I love the idea as well that, like, the only thing that could halt this undead army of sugar farmers is for people to stop buying, like, sweets and it's like that's just not gonna It'll happen. It'll never
0: it's like the whole thing where it's like, yeah, we can uh like almost stop global warming if everyone just stops eating meat. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> all right, nerd. Yeah.
1: I'll see you in hell, asshole. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Jumping on chicken wings.
0: Um, so unfortunately what I think I've done by telling this story is accidentally scare the crap out of our audience. Because I've just introduced them to a new fear they probably didn't even know was real. So I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out, guys. I'm going to tell you guys how you can reverse zombification oh really bet you didn't know that was a thing did you i'll tell you i've been looking at soundcloud analytics we've got a big
1: haitian audience i'd say a good chunk of that is zombified
0: well perk your ears up boys because this is going to be some hardcore evidence now usually as i said we would charge for this kind of high level info that uh, we personally have spent our lives researching
1: this is some third trimester Harvard paranormal shit. Yeah. Okay? You know, if you go to MIP, it's like MIT, but for the paranormal, this is the shit that the professors tell you after hours in the basement.
0: Which, yes, was just the basement of a regular college.
1: <laughs> Where a guy charged me
0: $6,000 for this particular piece of information. Point. <laughs> uh, but the way I look at it is one less zombie in the world is better for me too anyway so
1: yeah it's true one one less chance of being turned into one of these guys
0: exactly when you become a zombie okay the person that turned you is called a bokor a bokor okay bokor that's a fun which is it i don't know (laughs) those who are turned are typically considered to be doomed forever but there are ways to break the bokor's control right okay and it's actually pretty easy in some cases, if the Bacor dies, the zombification can be reversed. Mm. I mean it's just like That's straightforward your, your captor dies, the spell's broken. Mm. That sort of vibe. It's also said that feeding a zombie salt can sometimes reverse the effects <laughs> of the curse. So the most Now com- you can see why they're only farming sugar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they only have a taste for sugar.
0: Additionally, if a zombie sees the ocean, it's said that they can shake loose the Bacor's control. What the hell? These are so simple. How is that guy stuck for 18 years? <laughs> he didn't even try. Um, and also, obviously, you can be set free through divine intervention as well.
1: Oh, okay. So if
0: God's got your back. Prayers, priests.
1: There is a vast realm of difference between killing your captor. Getting God to help you and <laughs> eating, eating salt. salt. Yeah.
0: Now, we've talked about the paranormal side of this, but what about the logical side? Alright? I'm right?
1: not a fan of this.
0: <laughs> Look, we're professionals, we gotta do both sides. It's part of the job. I know, I know, I know. And you know who else is good at this job? Wade Davis. Okay. And he's a Harvard anthropologist and exotic plant expert. I
1: get you. Scooby-dooby-doo,
0: dooby-dooby-doo. We clearly have no idea how to smoke a joint. <laughs> so it's like, you know, if you uh, tap in my eye, catch my drift. I'm
1: doing that thing where I like tap my throat. Like exotic plant expert. <laughs> auga, auga. Why, why is it? And like, why was that in the old cartoons? Like that was sex? Was yeah. was like... My,
0: my, yeah, oh, oh, oh. like the hip resting thing. I don't know why. I, don't know. I can't think of a less sexy noise right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's such an old timey thing. It's like, what's more sexier than the great big honking horn of a new Ford? Like,
1: <laughs> before we had like the like, expo- uh, not sp- like the combustion engine, um, right. You know, and now, like, Fast and Furious, like, Vin Diesel revs his car, and all the girls That's are like, like hot, Ooh. yeah. Back in the, like, turn of the century, a guy with a monocle would turn and wink at some girls <laughs> in a street corner. Auga! Auga! even ladies!
0: <laughs> auga! He's making the noise himself. Auga! Auga! <laughs> now, Wade Davis had heard legends of the voodoo and zombies coming from Haiti. So he decided... To visit in the early eighties. Okay. Now this is a man of science. Yeah. He wanted to get to the bottom of this, the bare naked ass of it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> if it, if it means slaying a few buckors along the way or eating a bit of flesh, he would do whatever it takes. Jesus. Man. So Wade Davis met with a local sorcerer.
1: Not a good idea. Bad place to start. He's going to turn you Bad into a zombie.
0: Bad I have established this man as a scientist and the way he starts his journey is by meeting with a local sorcerer <laughs> you've lost all your credibility from the second you do that the the sorcerer gave him a recipe for zombie powder Okay. alright the ingredients are actually pretty damn grim
1: really uh,
0: allegedly they included the crushed skull of a baby a dead toad wrapped in dried sea worm <laughs> but the most potent element came from a pufferfish that contains a nerve poison called tetrodotoxin.
1: I'm starting to think you could skip the baby skull. <laughs> that there's like, you know, a zombie poison light kind of yeah. like diet coke <laughs> yeah it's just, like you
0: don't really need that yeah. you, know, you could probably skip the toad thing as honestly, well honestly
1: just eat the puffer fish yeah
0: it's it's pretty much the main ingredient it's literal poison like you know when you go to those fancy restaurants and it's like oh sir uh, here's your um, you know your beautiful sirloin steak your yeah. filet mignon yeah. and uh, just to top it off we had a little bit of f-ing grass on it right. we sprinkled some grass or some like here there's a plum on a plate as well right you know just unnecessary stuff or, or this like, is, this here's some you. goddamn vegetables.
1: This is you in a here's restaurant. Here's some potatoes. It's like, I'm sorry, sir. There seems to be grass on my plate. It's like, sir, that is a Caesar
0: salad. You actually ordered that. I ordered Caesar's salad, <laughs> which I assume was meat. <laughs> As a king. He wasn't a king.
1: <laughs> I, I assume is the flesh of the innocent. <laughs> this wine is shit. Take it back. It tastes fruity. So wine is made of
0: fruit. (laughs) I thought it was made from the blood of the innocent. Why do you want everything to be from the innocent? You have a baby skull pendant. The the, the guilty are dirty.
1: Your Tinder date is like, this is insane, I'm out of here.
0: It's like going to like a seafood restaurant where you can like pick the lobster and sitting watching, which one is the most innocent? (laughs) I'll have the baby. He's like, <laughs> I, you can't. He's literally an inch big. You will not enjoy this meal. He is the most innocent. Uh, so this this toxin okay. uh, could essentially lower a victim's metabolic rate almost to the point of death.
1: Jesus, man. Now,
0: this is interesting because in Japan, there had actually been a case of a man who ate the fish, yeah. quote-unquote died after eating it, a regained consciousness seven days later in a morgue wow isn't that crazy that's insane another victim allegedly woke up soon after he was nailed into his coffin Jesus man
1: because isn't that the thing they like eat that fish in Japan isn't that the Simpsons episode Home- I think so They've Homer has to learn wrong. how to cut the puffer fish yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so Davis tried the zombie powder on some lab rats oh okay as Rude. a science science dude Uh, And within six hours, the animals appeared dead with the faintest of heartbeats.
1: (laughs) They were farming sugar inexplicably.
0: Six hours later, the rats were eating rats. They had little dead. No, I'm making that up. Okay. Just to be clear. They wanted nothing to do with cheese. Papa Rat was (laughs) governing the other rats. Uh, So after all this research, Davis thought. That's what was happening. These witch doctors were poisoning people with zombie powder. Then they were being removed from their graves and put into labor, continuing to be zombified by consuming a plant known as the zombie cucumber. Wow. (laughs) Which I think is just another kind of plant you can eat that kind of just nullifies brain activity and things like that. It's pretty grim. Like the truth behind it is probably pretty grim. Um, Now, that's a pretty elaborate theory. But I guess it's probably a little bit more realistic than Raising the Dead. Yeah. Uh, So he writes it up in his book called The Serpent and the Rainbow. Okay. uh, Which I think is actually turned into a zombie movie now. Yeah, like a total fiction movie. Um, But the book was released and Davis was torn apart by his (laughs) fellow researchers. (laughs) They basically said, you're a moron. There are so many holes in your theory Really? Uh, so, for example, the samples that he analyzed didn't contain anywhere near like the amount used to actually take effect on humans. Right. So it it had effect on the rats, but you would need a lot more interesting, uh, interesting than the doses that were being given in these quote unquote zombie powders. And also, the amount of poison required to put a human in a comatose state and keep them at that level yeah. was so specific and relative to individual humans yeah. that it would be very hard not to just kill them. Yeah, yeah. Unless, you know, I mean, we're, we're seeing people who are literally crushing up frogs and wrapping them in sea worms. Yeah. I don't think they're literally measuring out the exact Exactly. Yeah. But obviously Davis was pissed. Yeah. He got so sick of defending himself from all the abuse and the accusations the academic world was hurtling at him
1: mm, 3.5 stars and good reads you <laughs>
0: f-ks. that he I'll knew sure that there ran. was only one thing that he could do <laughs> he ingested a no! dose of the zombie powder shut up <laughs> using himself as a human guinea pig to prove what would happen but the dosage was wrong
1: of course
0: and like, nothing happened like his peers said Really? Is that nothing true? happens? It just yeah, he gave himself too little, I guess, which is the ultimate like coward move, <laughs> like, trying to prove everyone that you're right, but you take such a small amount because you're scared of dying.
1: He, he like he like wrote a will, like said goodbye to his wife, <laughs> took this pill. And then five minutes and later, he was like, like,
0: "I never loved you, baby." It's like a shot of this
1: pufferfish. fish. He's like very lucidly watching her like drive out of the driveway into the distance. He's like, "Ah, fuck! I really thought I'd be
0: a zombie by now." And in hindsight, that'd be pretty shitty too. I didn't think this one through. At least I had the balls to give it a try. <laughs>
1: Every now and then, Rory and I come across a podcast that we simply have to tell you about because we know that TPL listeners are gonna love it. That's why I'm so pleased to say that this episode is brought to you by... The Luke and Pete Show. This is pretty cool because Luke and Pete are friends of ours and they just happen to also be podcast royalty. The Luke and Pete Show is one of the top-ranking podcasts in the UK comedy charts.
0: Oh yeah, and if you thought this paranormal life is crazy and chaotic, this show has absolutely no rules. Unscripted, unplanned, unsupervised. I think
1: the only rule is that it is technically, legally, a podcast
0: Every Monday and Thursday, Luke Moore and Pete Donaldson bring you the world's strangest stories. From Luke's belief in UFO conspiracy theories to Elon Musk's latest attempts to be cool. The Luke and Pete Show community is a broad church and everyone's welcome. I am personally
1: highly invested in Pete's journey to importing a vintage Toyota Century limousine from Japan. I think last time I checked, he got the car and didn't have keys for it. So uh, I'm looking forward to what the next bad thing that happens is.
0: Yeah, I don't know a lot about cars, but I think keys are pretty important to the whole machine. Right. Listen now wherever you get your podcast. The Luke and Pete Show every Monday and Thursday.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Rory, what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Like run a bath, call a friend on the phone?
0: Oh, an extra hour. Mm. Probably plot revenge. What? Plot revenge against my enemies. Okay. Sure, well I'd start with Keith Well, like Rory Oh, a lot just of us,
1: saying his name <laughs> A lot of us wish we had more time But if we had it What would we use it for? In life, the best way to feel like we have time Is to prioritise what's most important to us And make time for it Therapy can be a great way of looking inward And setting those
0: priorities Hey, I've got a priority, brother Priority mailing this bag of dog poop to Keith's front door. Honestly, prioritise literally anything else. Therapy can help you gain life
1: skills, set boundaries, and communicate better.
0: Well, I would like to communicate some thoughts
1: to Keith. If you're thinking about trying therapy, though, why not start with better help? It's all online, so it fits beautifully around your lifestyle. All you gotta do is fill out a questionnaire and kablam, they match you with a licensed therapist, which you can, of course, change at any time.
0: You can learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com paranormal life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash paranormal life. Thanks, BetterHelp. <laughs> well, even all with all of this madness, these events took place 30 to 40 years ago. Alright, so, you know, we don't have to worry about zombies. Any dead people, risen from the dead, who become undead, would be dead by now. Right? <laughs> sir? I guess. But if that were the case, Kit, then why? Why? Last week... What? We're taking a real curveball here. What done here? Did PayPal co-founder <laughs> Elon Musk <laughs> <laughs> sell $10 million worth of flamethrowers to the UK? Hmm. So, so you know, I'm bringing it all. Together. I you know, the whole I'm very
1: in tune with the way you think. But would you like to illuminate the listeners what your train of thought is here? I I, I will elaborate
0: on the story because you thought this case was dead, but I've reanimated the little bitch. <laughs>
1: Please explain. I, I
0: mean, I didn't stutter, did I? Elon Musk. <sighs> we got the PayPal. $10, $10
1: million. PayPal
0: co founder, Elon SpaceX, Musk. SpaceX. Yeah, we all know Tesla, him. Tesla. We all know him. He sold $10 million worth of flamethrowers to the UK. That's 20,000 flamethrowers. Okay. And he said, this is a quote from him.
1: You're stalling.
0: Quote unquote, <laughs> when the zombie apocalypse happens, you'll be glad you bought a flamethrower. Uh huh works against hordes of the undead or your money back now some people will think of that as like a little comic jab you know at the the undead rising up and taking over the world but then this is where the conspiracy kicks in okay out of nowhere unprompted elon musk tweeted quote unquote the rumor that i'm secretly creating a zombie apocalypse to generate demand for flamethrowers is completely false You'd need millions of zombies for a so called apocalypse anyway. Where would I even get a factory big enough to make so many? But what we've established, kid, in this podcast is that it doesn't take a factory to make a zombie. All you need is a little bit of pufferfish.
1: I think we've established that, that wasn't the case. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you, you said that was a theory, and then it was pretty yeah. effectively disproven, actually.
0: I think Papa Doc would disagree. Papa <laughs> Doc and his secret militia. So my question to you, Kit, plain and simple, is Elon Musk actually a Haitian witch doctor? No. <laughs> I rest my case. Uh, court adjourned. Thank you, and good night. So, Thoughts? <laughs> I can see that wasn't going where you thought it was going to go.
1: Yeah, that whole Elon Musk bit was a
0: bit of a flashbang. I'm feeling very disoriented. This is the conspiracy, you know, that's happening right in front of our eyes. We're seeing a man, one of the smartest and um quite possibly, you know, well-funded men in the world. And he is essentially, you know, I don't want to I don't want to make any claims here because as a paranormal investigator, my word is gossip. Wait, gospel? (laughs) My word is not gossip. I'm fighting with myself. (laughs) He's essentially... He's creating the the demand for the supply. He's making zombies to make people buy his flamethrowers.
1: Elon Musk is a billionaire. Yeah. He privately... And how do you think
0: he got that money?
1: uh, By creating PayPal. Sugar, baby. (laughs) Sugar. Uh, He owns a private space company. Mm. Um, He wipes his ass with $10 million is what I'm trying to say. dead
0: little ass. (laughs) You're like, sorry, do you think now he's a zombie?
1: I think it's all like, you keep saying that. I think that what's happened here is... Mm -hmm. This all happened a very long time ago, and you didn't really have a point to end on. So I'm sorry. We Google searched "zombie 2017 slash <laughs> 2018." What? And this was maybe the first result, or maybe this came up in your Twitter timeline, and that's how it's made it into the I
0: episode. I find this so insulting to me as a person, uh. as a living person. <laughs> Okay, well look, I, I, I can tell you're having problems with the Elon Musk curveball. Let's put that one aside for now. For now. The Haitian now. Zombies. The Haitian stories zombies. is what's going on here. This what, is, what's your vibe? What are you thinking?
1: This is very interesting. Uh I'll tell you. I'd heard a little bit about this Haitian Zombie thing. Yeah. Uh I really thought that there was a widely accepted Kind of organic chemistry basis for this—that yeah. someone ingested a poison, some sort of neurotoxin, that caused some sort of shutdown in the brain, that yeah. caused them to go into a kind of semi-catatonic state in which they um, lose consciousness. That is very, very interesting to hear that um, Davis's peers were not pleased. Yeah, about because this when theory. I was
0: when I was reading about that, I was kind of I thought, oh, okay, well here's the obviously the scientific yeah. explanation, and then it it like speaking of curveballs. And then it just turns out that they, they were, everyone was just very dismissive yeah about it um and they just don't think that's the case at all no that doesn't mean that davis was just wrong about those ingredients yep. or how it was being administered um it could still very much and i possibly think it definitely is some sort of like horrible slave trading drugging situation going on there yes um but maybe he was just wrong about the specifics of it
1: like, without getting too grim, but, yeah, we know, like, you know, there's, there's like, the trafficking industry and things like that. It's not hard for people to drug other people and laud control over them. Yeah. One thing I thought was kind of interesting is the idea of these witch doctors making concoctions. And, as you say, they're not measuring out, you know, they don't have, like, milligram-specific um, scales. Mm. But, you know, there are, today... Uh, compounds made by, you know, shamanic tribes, tribes that don't have contact with sort of um, scientific civilization, that have discovered treatments, um, medicines, things like that, that um, have eluded science, you know, to this day. You know, take something like ayahuasca in the Amazon jungle, and this is a combination of plants that create this ultra-powerful drug and there is so if you think of the Amazon jungle there is so many millions of species yep. of plant and and animals so researchers whenever they went to these tribes and they're making up this concoction um, of, of ayahuasca and they were like so how did you know which plants to combine and they were like oh the plants told us and okay like, what do you mean the plants told you and they're like yeah it's like yeah, the plants just told us they were like yeah pick me mix me with this one <laughs> and they and they like and 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 whenever they do the like chemical breakdown of what's happening it's incredibly complex uh in the body but um yeah it was something they kind of knew intuitively so it's kind of interesting to think are these witch doctors really you know maybe more in the know than kind of we 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 assume that they well, do Well they can
0: speak to goddamn trees apparently that's pretty advanced
1: yeah they yeah. can fly around on brooms. <laughs> yeah. They've got little black cats that sit on the brooms.
0: Yeah, so that's pretty cool. You, you, you could be right there with that one.
1: Uh, what do you make of this case, being the in- chief investigator on it?
0: Uh, it's annoying that um, Wade Davis's research was a bit of a dud because, um, I think, as I said, I think the explanation is probably right. Yeah, but the specifics are wrong. Yeah. Um. In the sense that it's not magic. No, it's literally uh, very illegal, bad things happening. Yeah. Slave trading, drugging someone. Yeah. Tricking everyone, thinking they're dead. Yeah. And then somehow, I guess, just keeping them under the influence. Although yep. 18 years? 18 years is a bit deal. That weird. seems
1: improbable. Yeah. I feel like that like, didn't like his family very much.
0: Like, and there's this bit... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's some stories that I left out that were like a bit creepier, like uh, apparently someone who I think was like a journalist or someone um, went to Haiti and was essentially taken to one of these like, quote unquote, zombie farms, Yeah, where all the workers are essentially just these like dead eyed, mindless kind of like drone kind of uh, people. Yeah, And I was like, well, that's kind of weird and creepy. And I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. Um, That's very disturbing. But I, I didn't have enough evidence or anything, really, to conclude that it was anything other than just sneaky drugging. Yeah. And also, like, these are, like, real live zombies. There's nothing happening in this that's very paranormal. Yeah. Because these people were tricked into convincing other people that they were dead yeah they didn't actually burst out of the ground you know their rotting flesh yeah. reanimated you know these are just people that were kind of tricked and manipulated yeah
1: kind of abducted in a way yeah. yeah that's true so it sounds like we're coming down on a
0: is this paranormal no no it's not paranormal but if the question is do haitian zombies exist yes that's pretty cool that's a yes because it, uh, that yeah. very specific type of zombie does exist. Like it's a zombies real are real. Yeah, in this case, yeah. I'll go and, on record. All right, and then obviously the Elon Musk one, the important one. So oh, we, got that, we got that. Thank you for tuning way. in. I just I don't want this you to shut week, this. Uh, if you want to send
1: in your own zombie anecdotes, you, you can just, um, do like that to this paranormal life. It's m- worth uh, mentioning. Uh, shut the
0: f- up. Shut up. Sorry, I just.
1: If you just, just don't know when to let it lie, do you? Just
0: Elon Musk is taking over is all I'm saying. We've got Tesla. we got SpaceX. What's next? Space Z? <laughs> Guess what the Z's for? <laughs> zombies. Guess what's in the space? Rocks because they've stolen bodies <laughs> and turned them into zombies. I'm going to go ahead and assume you don't think Elon Musk is creating a zombie apocalypse to fuel his supply uh, and demand for flamethrowers. No. That's a no, unfortunately. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes to that. <laughs> really? No, that's a no. It's very that's small, small no. of
1: you, actually. Because I can see in your eyes you don't believe it either.
0: <laughs> so that's a no and a yes on uh today's episode of This Paranormal Life. Coming down, shutting the uh the old book down on the case of the Haitian zombies. Very spooky. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, thank you so much. We're gonna be back next week with the brand new paranormal podcast. But if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Twitter on at This Paralife. We are on Facebook at This Paranormal Life. And we also have our secret society. <laughs> Every week we get people from around the globe, sleeper cells, uh, lab escape uh, mutants, mm-hmm. you know, all these other people from all these secret organizations coming together in a Facebook group to try and bring down Elon Musk and the government. And, you know, it just warms my little, my little dead heart. <laughs> To see, to see all you guys banded together,
1: and you know, uh, we talked a little bit last podcast about Edward Snowden. Mm. I'm just going to let you know right now. You know, we said Snowden's everywhere. There is one place on the internet. There's one place in the world where Snowden has no power His he has no control yeah. and that is our secret societies because exactly. it's in the name it says secret society right there he, he can't get in he can't get in he tried he yeah, tried he once he tried and we denied him he changed have...
0: his name to Edward Rainden yeah and yeah, thought yeah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. notice Seriously. and I was like you tricky Seriously. little bastard I went don't oh, decline yeah
1: one time he just he he just did Ed you know instead of Edward and I like, oh, thought we wouldn't that's even good. notice he, I He's actually like, added
0: him was that him oh fuck I added Ed shit Ed Snowden <laughs> yeah
1: He's actually coming to my freaking barbecue this weekend.
0: I actually made him a mod. Yeah, he's got posting authority. He's been liking a lot of pics of my
1: girlfriend. <laughs> he's which trying is to cool. sell me
0: Ray Bans. <laughs> um, so absolutely, you should check that out. Uh, if you want to just hang out with people, listen to the podcast, and talk about the episodes, it's awesome. If you want to support the show, go that extra mile. You can go on Patreon and uh, check out the This Paranormal Life Patreon. Where from as little as $2 a month, you can get a bunch of crazy stuff. We're talking our classified research notes, bonus episodes, t-shirts, all this crazy stuff. You should definitely go check it out. Um, and it helps us, you know, make more of these episodes, which is also awesome. And speaking of bonus episodes, we're gonna give you guys a little taster for what those episodes are actually like so you can just see what you're missing out on. All right, because there's a lot of paranormal knowledge that goes into these episodes that you guys are missing out on. So check it out. Well, Then no one knows what they do yet. I don't really. No one knows. <laughs> uh huh. But I think it's to prove that aliens are real. Okay. <laughs> how, why? How did you gather that? To the stars, obviously. Who lives but on? The, who lives on a be, star?
1: Well, I was gonna say it could just be space exploration. But
0: huh? What do you think NASA do? Uh,
1: there. I mean, it stands for um, National Aeronautics <laughs> <laughs> Space <You're right>. Agency. <laughs> Uh, something like that. Yeah, so they, I think they it stands space. for
0: need aliens, stat, asshole. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear what their mission is. <laughs> why,
1: why is their company name rude? Why does it have to be so grumpy? Well,
0: it shows the urgency. It shows you they're not around why, you. Why do they need aliens as well? <laughs> <laughs> if they're a company that has to prove to aliens are real, the best way... To prove it is to (laughs) find an alien, asshole. (laughs) It's like calling a a private investigator's
1: office, like, where the f*** are you incorporated (laughs) or something. (laughs) Kind of works. It's really on the nose. And now we would like to take the opportunity to specifically thank some of our Patreon sponsors. So a huge thank you to Paul Stankowski, brackets scud scud
0: yeah that is a that's a cool rap name yeah scud (laughs) mc scud thank you papa scud (laughs) thank you to george wyatt george wyatt quiet why are you being so loud all the time george are you excited about the paranormal i hope so thank you to ryan mills ryan owns a mills he makes bread he makes wool and uh He's a he's a great soldier, I'll tell you that much for free. He's a shepherd of men and a sheep of cows. Wow.
1: Uh Christopher puts.
0: Christopher puts me in my place. <laughs> Whenever I get too big, Christopher really just he puts me down. Thank he's you- more of an enemy, really, <laughs> Christopher.
1: <laughs> Thank you to Not the Mothman.
0: Hmm, there's something a bit suspicious about that one. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: It actually looks like he's freaking drained our Patreon account. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you to Asa Hale. Uh, it is just hailing down love and appreciation right now. Uh, a little too heavy because it hurts my face.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Mark Farmer.
0: Mark, you're not close to being a farmer. Everyone knows you're a city slicker. You're a millennial. Uh, you're one of us city boys. Um, the farming life isn't for you. So I'm going to call you Mark City Coward. Uh, instead, I have blessed you with a new name. Very rude. CW. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait, (laughs) city coward is CC. I'm going to call you CC. Lydia Joy Marin. Lydia was actually, um, on my, my, she was on my team when I was first hunting, uh, for Sasquatch out in the woods. Yeah. Shit. uh, We came up empty handed, um, She actually took off in the night with a lot of the gear. Oh. Yeah. Wow. But um, it's good to see that the the guilt has finally caught up with her and she's given given some of it back. Yeah. So thank you.
1: Every now and then, Rory and I come across a podcast that we simply have to tell you about because we know that TPL listeners are going to love it. That's why I'm so pleased to say that this episode is brought to you by The Luke and Pete Show. This is pretty cool because Luke and Pete are friends of ours and they just happen to also be podcast royalty. The Luke and Pete Show is one of the top-ranking podcasts in the UK comedy charts.
0: Oh yeah, and if you thought this paranormal life is crazy and chaotic, this show has absolutely no rules. Unscripted, unplanned, unsupervised.
1: I think the only rule is that it is technically, legally a podcast.
0: Every Monday and Thursday, Luke Moore and Pete Donaldson bring you the world's strangest stories from Luke's belief in UFO conspiracy theories to Elon Musk's latest attempts to be cool. The Luke and Pete show community is a broad church and everyone's welcome. I
1: am personally highly invested in Pete's journey to importing a vintage Toyota Century limousine from Japan. I think last time I checked, he got the car and didn't have keys for it. So uh, I'm looking forward to what the next bad thing that happens is.
0: Yeah, I don't know a lot about cars, but I think keys are pretty important to the whole machine. Right. Listen now wherever you get your podcast, The Luke and Pete Show every Monday and Thursday.
1: Lydia she's actually donated um, yeah some uh, like waterproof overalls so that's those cool. are mine yeah really.
0: Shit. anything else no that's all no wow she stole so much more <laughs> <laughs> that is a drop in a very large bucket to which she also stole my bucket my piss bucket <laughs> which I was gonna splash in the Sasquatch's eyes When the beast showed up, I didn't have a piss bucket to throw at him. (laughs) Got scarred, Lydia.
1: Sasquatch shows up. You turn around to find your bucket ASAP. It's not there. (gasps) I just pissed. The startling thing about it. Thank you to Ruth Haslet.
0: Ruth has let me down. Not you. Let me up, (laughs) Ruth. To the roof rick von box rick sometimes people want to put you in a von box and you know you gotta just say to those guys off i'm thinking outside the von box for once don't try to von box me in uh john lucas john lucas it's like john williams and george lucas had a little baby it is a bit shout it out and here we are like like how babies are born we have to move on (laughs) Otherwise, we'll be here all night. Look, don't patronize me, all right? <laughs> I know not. what happens. Molly McElligot. Molly, you've hella got good <laughs> style because uh, you listen to the best goddamn paranormal podcast on iTunes. Uh, and I can appreciate that. Simon Penny. Simon, you've given us a pretty penny um, to help support the show. We are immensely grateful. We are forever in your debt. Uh, i'll kiss your ring fingers like the royalty you are i will steal the jewels <laughs> in the process edward han edward i gotta give you a hand <laughs> i really gotta hand it to you honestly <laughs> because uh you know you could choose to support anyone on patreon and you picked uh, these two professionals Um, but obviously as you know that uh, podcasting is a poor man's game paranormal investigating is a liar's game and uh, we are both poor liars so thank you so much for supporting us and lastly but not leastly thank you to Ella Young Ella Young I remember when I was first starting out on this business and I was hella young Uh, (laughs) and, and Ella was there for me she really showed me the ropes yeah, it was good. Well, thank you to <laughs> everyone that has
1: pledged on Patreon thus far. Like I said before, uh, for those of you who haven't heard your shout-outs just yet, they are coming. Don't you worry, they're coming. Every week we're bringing those shout-outs to you. So, thank you for tuning in this time. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We will see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye.